0: Welcome into the Pro Football Radio Podcast number 5. This is your host, Taylor
1: Jay Chima. And the other son of a bitch on this episode, Da Puma. <laughs> now, first thing, Jay, you got to give the fans an update on how the knee's doing.
0: The knee's doing good, man. The knee's doing good. We went in uh, went in for my surgery on Thursday, and um, the doctor went in there, took her the meniscus. Um, he said everything else looked good in there. Found some loose cartilage that he kind of stepped out as well. So we're good on all fronts. A uh, couple more weeks i should be good to go um the only positive this thing is it happened in the winter time so i can get ready for the spring and summer i'll be all healthy for that
1: sick so you're gonna I'll make be, it for otas i'll be
0: i'll be there otas i'm playing hurt right now but that's just the uh the company man i am right
1: hashtag designation probable
0: <laughs> i tell you what though it is super boring just sitting around the house for the last three four days doing absolutely nothing man it was just hell it's so bad just sitting around being bored
1: well, like I told you production, one time I had a surgery and I was so bored I was hopped up on pain pills that I decided to just go buy a PlayStation. <laughs> Why the hell not? What'd you buy? What'd you play? I got, say, this is back in the day, like a PlayStation 3 with Call of Duty, oh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh. The
0: last time I actually played video games it was like back in like middle school, man, like Crash Bandicoot and like... Um, Crash Bandicoot was the right? shit. Right, and what else was there?
1: Uh, were you a Spyro fan? Were you a Spyro the Dragon? Not really, not uh-huh. really.
0: Yeah, I think I think Crash Bandicoot was my go-to, and that's really it. Yeah, nothing really else. And before that it was Super Mario and all that. Of stuff, course, right? yeah, that, <laughs> Mario Kart, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. All right, so um, we've got quite a bit to touch on. Uh, we thought with the off season being here, it wouldn't be so hectic with the news stories, but there's quite a
1: bit going on, right? Friggin' Wednesday, like by f- CBS app and Bleacher Report and ESPN, like it was blown up with the like, Flacco trade and Kareem Hunt and yeah. all this other nonsense. Yeah. It, you know, off season is never off. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, the NFL man, they year round business. Um, so where do you want to start out? What do you? What is your? Uh, what are you trying to? Get into First. Oh
1: God. I mean you want to go in order? Should we go should we go uh with Flacco getting traded to to Broncos sure. yeah. country?
0: Yeah, I I don't understand that. So I've been I, we've rolled about this for quite a bit. I've talked about this quite a bit. I just don't understand why the Baltimore Ravens moved on from Flacco so quick. Um and I'm not on not on the principle of moving on to a, another quarterback that they had in the in the reins that was gonna be an Andrew Luck type of prospect, but for Lamar Jackson, who can barely throw the fucking ball, the guy is the guy is as um, useless as throwing the ball as I think in my first opinion Tim Tebow was. He's not that good throwing the football. Right. Um, he did torch obviously NCAA defenses, but then again NCAA defenses are. Just above high school defense, and plus he was
1: in the ACC. He right. was in the
0: ACC, so it doesn't matter. And he, so I just don't. I don't understand how the Ravens can logically move on from Joe Flacco with Lamar Jackson as their as their backup. Like I I don't understand it. I I don't understand it. That's all I gotta say about that. I just don't understand. On the side of the Broncos, I I guess it's a little bit of. Improvement over Case Keenum just by a little bit, not by much. Um, At least Joe Flacco won you a Super Bowl uh, where Case Keenum has, what, gone eight hot games in a row with the Vikings a couple years ago, right? So I don't understand their aspect of it either. What's your thoughts on that?
1: My take is I think they're, they're giving Lamar Jackson the keys to the car just because, you know, let's face facts you know John Harbaugh has a job still because of him. Mm-hmm. I think they actually gave Harbaugh an extension at the end of the year because they were able to, you know, get a they got a wild card spot and for the playoffs, right? Did, or did they win the, the division? Yeah,
0: so they got into the playoffs and then they lost to the Chargers. Right, right.
1: But uh yeah, you know, like I said, I, I think they just got it just because uh, Lamar Jackson kept uh, kept him his job. Um I'm with you. Leg wise he can keep plays alive. Uh him throwing the ball downfield it's does not intimidate me dude, at all. Dude, I can
0: get back there and throw better football So than Lamar I Jackson.
1: mean it, there's there's some people I know back at home that literally, <laughs> you know, playing just softball would chuck, you know, chuck the softball in like it was yeah. a grenade. And that would probably be better than Lamar Jackson. Um, I could probably throw further than Lamar
0: Jackson right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's not that hard. Dude, really one I'm good not, throw. I'm not
0: I'm not touting myself, but I think I can throw probably seventy yards.
1: Yeah, I mean, A, we, we were throwing the football around the parking lot one time. Yeah. It's, it was verified. Um, but on the other side of the trade, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, Denver did improve, air quotes, improve yeah, right. somewhat. And it, at this point, anything is kind of an upgrade over Case Kingdom. But then again, you know Flacco is kind of the guy that also needs like a perfect offensive line around him. If, you know, Case Keenum really wasn't given any favors by his offensive line either. Not saying that if he had the Dallas Cowboy offensive line protecting him, he would have done better. Um, Vegas wise, I saw the stat that the Denver Broncos' I chances of winning the Super Bowl actually that. went down. They yeah. went from 101 hundred <laughs> to one to one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, granted. Denver got him on a, a bargain. They just had to give up a, a fourth round, one fourth-round pick for Flacco, and he's going to serve as a bridge guy. I think Denver's still going to draft a quarterback this, this year. Draft? I think so. I think they're going to probably draft that Drew Locke kid mm-hmm. out of Missouri just yeah. because Elway fell in love with the kid at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, just like you do with Paxton Lynch, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Flacco will be a bridge guy. Uh, Keenum is going to get traded. I think they're going to have to work out his contract and, you know, Flacco will be out of the league in like two years and Denver will be rolling with uh, Drew Locke unless the air quote again, quarterback guru that's John Elway, you know, doesn't figure his shit out. He's been rolling a donut since Manning retired. So yeah. I don't know how he still has a job. I think it's really just because of what he's done for the Broncos. It's his reputation. You know. that
0: simply put his reputation what really he did for them. You know what I'm saying?
1: I just got to say I'm glad Dan Marino isn't involved in the front office. Because yeah. Because – yeah. Like, otherwise, I'd be wanting to rip my hair out. Yeah, so, God bless you, Bronco fans.
0: <laughs> Reno's a, Murray's a hothead, man. I've, saw, I've seen some of his commercials and YouTube like videos you seen out there. But I'm just losing the shit. Yep. He has issues.
1: I mean, he is from Pittsburgh. <laughs> he's a, a no-bullshit guy. Oh, my
0: God. And um, the, bigger, the bigger point here being Case Keenum and all these just mediocre quarterbacks that just get these opportunities over and over again in the league with... Car Cousins and in my personal opinion Alex Smith is some of the mm. in guy and Case Keenum those guys in the middle of the pack that just fill up you know roster spots when you have a perfectly good quarterback in Colin Kaepernick still out there no shit that is by the way did you like the segue? that was
1: good like that was good that? that was a great segue <laughs> but real quick real quick I just want to give my theory on uh, not to fuck up oh, your my, segue my apologies my, my apologies I I try to move on too quick here quick take <laughs> I think Case Kingdom is going to find his way to the Giants. You know, Pat Shermer is the reason why he got that big contract mm-hmm. when he left Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He had a breakout season under under Pat Shermer. So, if the Giants can finally face facts and admit that they need to move on from Eli sooner why rather than later, from Eli because why is it Isn't the Manning name? It's the Manning name. It's the Mara family. I mean, McAdoo wanted to move on from him. He, he fucked it up. Let's face facts. He botched that entire move-on situation. Mm-hmm. But he was the one guy in the building that wanted to move on from him. Yeah. And management said, you know, flip you off. Go find yourself another job. And, you know, your ass got fired. So everyone in that organization needs to take a hard look in the mirror and understand that Eli is not getting any younger. Well, he's he's gung-shy. Uh, I think he gets happy feet in the pocket now that his offensive line's always been atrocious, and now he's not even letting plays develop downfield. Case Keenum had Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs and a decent running back. Uh, New York has Beckham, Shepard, and a quasi generational talent in Saquon Barkley. All he has to do is keep the ball from going to the uh, the other team, and you know, good things might happen.
0: I think I think you're spot on, right? I think. With the Giants and how much offensive talent they have right now... There's I no think, excuse. I think Eli Manning is the issue yeah. in that locker room. And nobody wants to say it. And I don't know why people don't want to say it. Right. It's probably just the um, the allure of Super Bowls and his name. But people are going to start calling him out. Right. If you guys want to win, man, start calling Eli Manning right. out. Because he is holding you back.
1: They're literally going to be fighting for back page space with the Jets. Mm. Especially if they make a splash and get Le- Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. They might as well not even be in the paper. If they don't make a moving quarterback.
0: That's why I'm hoping my boy Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State ends up there. That'd be good.
1: This is no shade. Anything yeah. is an improvement, except Kyler Murray. I'm not sold on him. Kyler but, Murray, yeah, you're right about that. But Dwayne right Haskins right. yeah. would be an improvement on monumental, you know, performances, statistics, whatever you want to put in there and start here on uh, over Eli Manning.
0: Yeah, he's he's pretty trash. And if uh, you guys remember my rant from last week's podcast, I absolutely hate Eli, Eli Manning. I hope it, I uh, hate his stupid face. I wasn't I, sure. I, I hate. We're not him so we're bad. not
1: biased here at all. I uh
0: <laughs> I, I just well, I, one of these days they're just gonna pan over on the sideline and see him eating glue on the sideline. I just I just <laughs> the guy needs to just go away. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways, after I completely botched that perfect segue you had, it was really nice. Did you like that? That was great. Well, I've been
0: I've been uh, sitting at work and uh, just practicing my segues. You know what I'm saying that was good. And, uh, I've <laughs> free time worked on my podcasting skills. Hey, you have
1: time. You're on the you're on the DL a little bit, you know. So yeah. But what we were what we were talking about Kaepernick and how he doesn't have a job, and, and you know that that also leads into other topics as well of. You know, Kareem Hunt given a job with with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, He's probably going to be suspended six games, but he's got a contract. Got to wait to see what the commissioner says. But, you know, it's just another point of athletes, it's okay. Like, just beat the the crap out of your significant other. That's fine. But, like, if you make a stand for a social justice issue and, you know, you go about protesting it in a way that people aren't going to like – then oh, we, don't, we don't want you. Mm-hmm. We we don't want anything to do with you. But you know, Case Keenum gets a, you know, really hefty contract. Uh, what's his name? Up in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins gets a eighty-eight million dollar contract fully guaranteed. That's insane. That's that's nuts. That's so what 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 are your thoughts, Jay? The
0: Korean Hunt thing is interesting because if I have it correct and please correct me if I have it wrong. It's six games for the first events for domestic violence, correct? Six or four.
1: I I I believe it's... Six. I, I think it's more than I think it's more than the PED use.
0: And then it's second offense, relatively, for the year,
1: like, right? For the year, or I completely. think it's for the year.
0: I think they should just get rid of all of that. And the second there is physical evidence of you hitting another person, it's almost like zero man tolerance, man or female. I think there should be a zero violence tolerance from the NFL. Right. I mean, this is the the point the NFL can stand up and make a stance and you know lead the lead the conversation on this. Anytime you are involved in physical um violence and it's proven um then you are banned from the league and they have the authority to do that uh like a lot of people say well that's not fair because the law didn't convict them but
1: that's a collective bargaining agreement yeah but at the end
0: of the day uh, employers the nfl is not a governmental institute it's it's an employer just like my employer um can tell me they don't want me smoking marijuana or doing this or that you know what i'm saying it's not against the law in some states but it is what the employer wants the nfl can mandate that saying yeah it doesn't matter if you got you know convicted for a, you know, misdemeanor or whatever it is, at the end of the day, there's physical evidence of you. We saw you on video hitting right. somebody. You are not going
1: to the again. Right, and that's the thing I have the biggest problem with is it is on videotape. I, I'm not denying Kareem Hunt has the goods. He's got the talent. Like he, definitely, that's it all. Man. He definitely has right. the goods. Right now, that's it all. That's man. my point. But hear hear me out. You, he's got the goods, but. On the surface, from the history of the league from the past 10 years with all this domestic violence issues, he is blatantly on videotape. Mm-hmm. And then he blatantly lies mm-hmm. to not only the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he, you know, may have lied to the police department, or maybe some of his friends have, and you still bring him into like into the job. Like you 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 literally looked at the guy and said, eh, we're gonna give you a second chance. Like I get it, John Dorsey drafted him when he was in Kansas City and he's essentially it's a hometown kid because he went to college in Toledo but that does not you you can't like you keep it up you're going to get your ass dragged back up to Congress and then you're going to be begging for forgiveness again and it's just when does it stop?
0: That's an interesting point you made and I think this move was the worst destination for Kareem Hunt and the reason why I say that is because he had troubles and issues back at Toledo because he is from that area yep his um his posse is still there. His his friends that took him down the bad path are still there. Now he's going back to that same region. Um, now he's going back to that same region where he grew up, and he couldn't let that childhood kind of go. If that makes sense, right? Because if you look into his past, the reason why he is because some of those issues in the draft with um just some of the negative influences yeah in the in the local area where he grew up. So, uh, Cleveland is only an hour and a half drive from Toledo. Um, he's still back in that region again. So I think this is probably the worst case scenario for him where he could have ended up, if that right. makes sense.
1: And the crazy thing, too, is, on paper, man, the Cleveland Browns have so much friggin' talent. Like, from the quarterback to the to the, to the the running back. I mean, we, we we disagree on, well, we both agree that Baker Mayfield is not a stand-up I've citizen. Come, I've come around to him but, on his athletic skills, but, but still talent-wise, you know, it kind of is what it is. But, uh... Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like, there's so much talent, and now like I think Duke Johnson's going to be on the chopping block because, you know, you got Kareem Hunt that can catch and run out of the backfield. And he got Nick
0: Chubb as well. I forgot about that. You him. got Nick
1: Chubb. Oh my god, going to be a sophomore yeah. next year. So that that talent that that team's so stacked, but now it's going to be taken away from all this nonsense with the uh, with you know Kareem Hunt and his previous discretions and all that crap. But it, it's okay though, Jake, because. He only assaulted a female. He didn't, he didn't take a stand about something. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right.
0: Speaking of stands, um, I think it's important to address the, uh, the big um, news of the week where the NFL and Colin Kaepernick and his team, Eric Reid as well, settled the grievance um, case against them. Um, there is a NDA, so they can't obviously disclose what was agreed upon. But rumor has it it was a sixty to eighty million dollar payout. Yep. That is an insane amount of fucking money, man. Yep. Oh my god. He hit the pay- he hit the jackpot.
1: He really did. And <laughs> I really I wanna I wish like we could see it and, you know, over due time you're gonna see reports and leaks come out of what Kaepernick had. But I mean, if you're gonna get between sixty and eighty million dollars, yeah, like you there? you had them with some really yeah. probably yep. not yep. so flattering emails oh, that yeah. put the league in a really mm-hmm. bad light. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, oh, yeah. God rest him. Bob McNair of the Houston Texans, he was quoted as saying... You know, like I said, air quotes here, we can't let the inmates run the prison. So if that's just a take where you had almost the entire Houston, Texas organization walk out of a practice, yeah. I would love to see what was in emails between the owners of, of the various franchises. Well, okay. Uh,
0: we, we're a sports show, so we try not to delve into some of the race relations and some of the issues going on in today's society. We don't talk about politics, but this is something I guess that needs to be addressed, right? Yeah. These owners are all 70, 60 older white men that run the league. And I could only imagine what was said in those texts, in those emails, in those communications that were, um, that were trying to be brought out. In this case, that the second that, that the smallest inclination of those that information coming out, the NFL immediately agreed to settle for 60 to $80 million. I could yeah. only imagine what was in those communications. Right.
1: I and this like isn't an indictment against all the ownership, but I mean, of course not. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, at a whole, like, there's no way. Are you kidding me? They fought tooth and nail about friggin' deflated footballs. It almost went to the Supreme Court, but they're gonna they're gonna settle out of court with. Colin Kaepernick and, and Eric Reed, granted they they have the funds, they have the resources that they, oh could, God, have like industry, they could
0: have bankrupted fourteen billion dollar industry. They could
1: have bankrupted Colin smart. Kaepernick. They know
0: what's happening with the movement, and this scares them. Yep. this scares them what Colin Kaepernick is doing.
1: I think he got the, if the numbers are right between sixty and eighty million. We know that uh, Malcolm Jenkins and his the players' coalition they they have a formal name, but I, it's spacing me right now the league donated what 80 82 million dollars to that for social causes and they just gave one guy or technically two because there are greets on there too as well about 80 call it 80 million dollars like i i want to see what was in writing
0: yeah and um that's, that's that's really interesting to me that they paid out that much money just to keep it quiet so hopefully some of this stuff leaks. I think it probably won't just because uh, I guess it's written in, into the contract that if anything leaks or comes out, then the money might be forfeited by the right. guys. So, um, but yeah, that, that saga never ends with the Kaepernick kneeling thing, man. Yeah,
1: it's it's just like there's, you know, obviously there's the evidence like you know we're gonna beat to a dead horse that we're never going to see. But then there's just the blatantly obvious shit like how the like how can you explain to me? You know, Kaepernick is worse than Sam Bradford. Like, if you look at the stats from Colin Kaepernick's last year as a starter, 2016, started 12 12 games, 11 of them were started, 196 completions, 311 attempts, 16 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 2,241 yards. Okay, Sam Bradford from 2017 to 2018, five games, five games starting, 82 completions, five touchdowns. Four interceptions over two years. How can anyone logically explain that to me? That uh, Mark Sanchez not worth my time to find stats on. Derek Anderson (laughs) not worth my time to find stats on. Mike Glennon is the next runner up over the span of 2017 2018. Six games, four games started, 108 completions, five touchdowns, five interceptions. 1,000 yards, quarterback rating of 53.8 over two years. Caps' completion quarterback rating was 49.5. So, they're essentially the same guy. But you're going to tell me Mike Lennon is worth actually having on a roster? No, absolutely There's not. I, no I, way. I'd rather If it's the
0: same guy, I'd rather have the guy that I've been to two and games right. in the Super Bowl. That experience counts.
1: And don't get it twisted. I'm not saying Kaepernick should have a starting job. He shouldn't. Right but, now he shouldn't. But... There's no way you can tell me he does not belong on a roster. Yeah, right now he
0: shouldn't be starting in the NFL, but I think he should be backing up somebody. Yeah, he
1: should be holding a clipboard. He should be holding
0: the Panthers clipboard because you never know what Cam Newton's going to happen next year. That's the thing. And I think, from what I hear, I saw... Kaepernick's agent on CNN the other day saying stuff like the Panthers might be interested. I saw
1: today the Pats might be interested too. might be
0: interested, so which I don't understand, but because Tom Brady's gonna play for five, six more years and win five, six more Super Bowls. Kaepernick
1: <laughs> might be an improvement over <laughs> Brian Hoyer, though. So <laughs> exactly. we we can agree <laughs> on that. We can agree <laughs> on that. <laughs>
0: but um, but yeah, I, I I think from what the the general rumor mill is, general feel I get from uh, TV shows and national media. In the next two or three weeks, we might see Kaepernick on a team. I think it's uh, chugging towards that way where he is going to be on a team here very right? soon. That's him.
1: why when the the day before there was a report that the the uh, Alliance of American Football reached out to both Cap and Tim Tebow. Oh,
0: I saw that. To, report to, to get
1: talent, to get talent in the league, uh, and there was reports coming out that Cap was asking for twenty million, which uh, Jeff Albright, uh, NFL insider, uh, actually debunked that report. Uh, there was only one source that multiple agencies were using. This guy actually has a source on the inside of the AAF, and he debunked that saying money was never talked with either Kaepernick or Tebow. So I think the day before, he turned them down, and then he settles the following day. Either he's going to sit on a fat wad of cash, he's going to donate to some social causes, or he's going to find his way on the roster and donate to social causes. But you kind of you kind of sold me on him going to Carolina. Mm-hmm. You really... You really did. I can, I can buy that.
0: Yeah, I think I think he should uh, be the backup for Cam Noon And obviously with Cam Noon's injuries last year... Second shoulder injury. His, yeah, uh, his uh, injury this offseason coming up. There's a good chance Kaepernick will play for the Panthers next year if he's their backup. Yeah. He will be starting for them next year at some point just because... We don't have time to do that. would make the
1: NFC South so much more interesting. The NFC
0: South is already the best division in football. Yeah. And it's just gonna get better and better. Yeah. You can't I mean you got you got Drew Brees, you got Matt Ryan, you got now a re reworked um coaching staff in Tampa Bay that we both love. Yep. And obviously the Panthers, you never know what they're gonna do. They started out hot this year and then ended up folding, but
1: Hell even Riverboat Ron came out and said we need to make drastic changes going into the season. It, it was almost it like up. one of those, you know, adapt or die moments. Mm-hmm. So it's Man, the NFC sounds gonna be interesting to watch, and if Kaepernick runs his way down there, mm-hmm.
0: Go, Kaepernick, man.
1: I will. May or may not be calling out of work to watch games on Sunday. Just <laughs> yeah, kidding. Just we, kidding. I love can't my job. Say that
0: people uh, people listen to his podcast. That's fine. That's
1: fine. I love my job. Don't get it twisted. We're
0: only twenty six uh, listens strong right it's, now. It's so. to, it's two
1: thousand nineteen, babe. I can start streaming games on the Xfinity app. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine.
0: Oh my god. Um, that's cool. So what else do you want to touch on, man?
1: I mean, good God. I mean, that was the big news day. Uh, did you watch NDAF? You know, I did. I watched a little bit yesterday uh, while well, I had some family over for my sister's birthday. I watched the Birmingham Iron and the Salt Lake City Stars. I, uh,
0: I heard something uh, interesting happen in that game. I heard along with the sun, the star, and the moons aligning, uh, I saw that Trent Richardson got a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I think it, that that was his third touchdown. He he got two week one, but granted, he missed them. If anyone that is <laughs> on memes. NFL memes missed a. Gaping hole that you could fit, you know, dude, your standout. Mustang and my three series through to the end zone. Mm-hmm. He completely whiffed on that, but he made up for a week one, dude, got dude, two touchdowns.
0: Not up. Speaking of Mustangs, let me tell you a little story.
1: Oh, you got a story. So yesterday I was sitting
0: around and I was on Craigslist, right? And I'm kind of rehabbing and working through my my knee swelling and obviously just kind of sitting home doing nothing. And I'm on Craigslist and I see a couple of really nice seats for the Mustang that I want to buy, right? Yeah. I'm like, All right. Well, obviously I can't drive, so let me call my buddy. He has a uh, pickup truck that I can kind of uh, take with and go pick up these uh, these chairs. So we go to Waterbury, which is in Connecticut. It's um it's it's interesting because Waterbury always gives you some stories. <laughs> and we roll up to this house, and the guy says, "I will right, well, come on back to pick up these seats." I'm like, "All right, cool. This is whatever." I was like, Ian. This lady, is broad daylight, this right? This is broad daylight, okay. right? And the guy I went with, his name is Ian. I was like, Ian, stay in the car. If I don't come out in a few minutes, just like drive off and call the cops something, right? Oh,
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> so we go to the back of this uh, this garage, and um, I shit you not, Brennan, it's a fucking chop shop. <laughs> he, literally, he literally has an 03 Mustang Cobra on like jacks, and he's parting out. And I'm like trying to get information from him. I'm like, "Yo, where did this car come from?" He was like, "Oh yeah, um, I got this uh, a few a few months ago. I just can't register for some reason, some title issue, and uh, whatever." And I'm like, uh, "Okay, makes sense."
1: So, Wait a minute. The car's on Jags. Parting
0: out. It's parted out, right?
1: And, Air quote title issue.
0: And then and then uh, I dove some more because uh, I I got back to that title issue. I'm like, "Oh, so like title issue is just a nice car. Like I'm sure like you can fix it somehow and salvage this issue somehow." He's like, oh no no! Apparently the VIN numbers they were switched, and for some reason there's a massive issue with the VIN number, and I'm like, oh my god! So I'm standing in a fucking chop chop right now.
1: So you may or may not be in possession of stolen property. Is that- no
0: no, the property I have is completely fine. If you have to listen right now, but the other <laughs> property in that garage in Waterbury, that shit, is, uh, I was like, all right, here's your money, fella. I'm gonna leave now. Where'd you get the, this? Is, where'd you find this?
1: Craigslist. Th- there is your first friggin' problem. Do you
0: remember the first time we? Uh, so me and Brandon also went to another guy a few months back because uh, we wanted to get some rooms for my Mustang. Right. Yep. That was an interesting. That was, well, a interesting. It was a great time. Yeah. It's
1: a good thing I had life insurance. You know, had the had the family set up as beneficiaries.
0: <laughs> well, the, that story was interesting because a few months back in the summertime, me and Brandon we went to. Some shop in Mer- Meriden, right?
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah. It, it wasn't Meriden? Yeah, and the
1: guy was know. so creepy, wasn't he? Creepy. The the shop was like a shack. Like, any of you guys have seen The Wolf of Wall Street, when they're doing a part about, like, penny stocks, and one company's literally someone's shed, and it says, like, in white and black paint, like, Aerotech Supply Company. Like, that was the guy's shop. Mm-hmm. There were probably five bodies buried back there. And there was a swamp on the other side of the house. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, yeah. When he was changing my uh, my wheels onto my car, I was like, "Brandon, let's go stand by the street just in case uh, something happens. Let me let me make sure I have <laughs>
1: nine hundred one dialed." Like, right. Yeah, can we can we not do Craigslist yeah. anymore? On there the was set. a Craigslist killer, you, yeah. you know. Oh, there was. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You live under a rock. I, I don't I know that. Yeah. I'm sorry. a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh, meeting meeting chicks on Craigslist, and next thing you know, <laughs> dead. Speaking of that, I watched the uh, Ted
0: Bunny documentary on Netflix. Did yeah. you watch that yet?
1: No, not yet. Dude, it is insane. I feel like I gotta watch in broad dude. daylight.
0: Oh, dude. Oh, it is so insane. First of all, I didn't realize the guy killed 36 people. How can you get away with killing 36 people? It was I don't the understand 70s. That. It was the 70s. <laughs> That's what it is. It really was. Like, in today's day and age, there's so much social media, so much awareness. Literally, if like two people died in a span of like a week in a certain area, it's all over everything. Yep. Everybody knows. But in the 70s, nobody had any idea. Apparently, he was killing people in Seattle. And then he made his way down to Denver the next month and killed people down there. And they still couldn't connect him. He, right. they just, there was no information sharing. And he apparently, um, you know, jumped out of jail twice and went on to kill some more people. And towards the end, so in the beginning, he was killing like, you know, once a month and then like once a week or whatever. We
1: have guys so far off the rails. No, no but it's interesting, <laughs>
0: it's interesting how this guy's psychology worked because like he was killing like, at first, like, once a month, once a week, and then it got aggressive and more aggressive. I and mean, you want more, obviously, right? Yeah. But towards the end, um, the one night where he tried to kill five people in a night...
1: Yeah, it was the Florida sorority, right? Exactly,
0: right? He put... He killed three people and put two people in the hospital. And, like, the people on the scene were like, you can see somebody losing control here. Like, he was just... Go stumbling down hallways, like, just losing control. So, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know how we've on this topic, but
1: dude, I'm... Uh... So, is, are you saying Kareem Hunt is going to go off the rails? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be We're going to have hey. the, the Kareem Hunt files on Netflix? <laughs> like, you know, him, him in a... What was it? Was it a Cleveland bar or a nightclub? Was, was that... Is that just like the tip of the iceberg? You never know, bro. I'm just, I'm just kidding. am just small, man. Any of Kareem Hunt fans out there, I don't, don't want to die. Dude, it so. starts
0: small the next thing you know, you're an
1: addict. You know? well, yeah, I mean, it all starts off with killing animals, and then next yeah. thing you know, you're, you know trying to kill people in a Florida sorority. It's fine. But, yeah, back to uh, the Alliance of American Football, for those of you that have still fallen off on that tangent. Uh, I actually kind of like the product. And there were a couple of times yesterday where uh, they were doing reviews, mm-hmm. and, I mean, everyone's mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Like the coach, the players, the, the referees like on that. the field. I, like I did like that the replay official I was also that. mic'd up. Like and that. you saw, you know, his thought process. Like there was one, it uh, was a god it was like a salt lake city call the guy fumbled or it was like a strip strip fumble but it looked like his knee was down but there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it so uh birmingham actually ended up getting the touchdown i think it was one of the scores that sealed the win but you heard the replay guy say you know it looks like his knee's down i don't have enough to say otherwise that you know this should overturn you gotta let the call on the field stand I would love to see the NFL do that. Yeah. I think, I think that's going to be a, a – I think this Alliance League is going to be like the XFL when they first launched with the Sky Camp. You're going to see a lot of things from the Alliance that's going to transcend into the NFL, I think. And I think one of them is going to be the replay guys with the communication. You get to see it.
0: Yeah. They're on to something here because I'm sitting around the last few weekends when football is over and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I All going right. to watch? The only issue I have is um, I'm not in love with their stars just yet. Right. Um. So, I see where they're coming from, where they're trying to get Tim Tebow and... Right. You know, I think Cap is too good to be an L.D. That's what I'm think, thinking, too. But I think Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel, dude, you stick those two... Dude, half of America would tune in to see if Johnny Manziel is still a fucking train wreck. I would. I'd be like, yeah, oh, is that dude still, like, doing cocaine up? Like, like? in the replacements, yeah. I wouldn't be expecting
1: like, Manziel to be showing up with, like, a cigarette, yeah. like, lit underneath his helmet. It would have been great.
0: Yeah, so, I, if they just get a couple of... um. A talented quarterbacks that have been washed up out of the league, just get him in there, um, throw them on national
1: TV. I'll watch that. Why not? You think Mark Sanchez will find his way there? I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, literally, why he had not? two starts last year. He didn't even finish a game last year.
0: I mean, at one point, Mark Sanchez went back to back AC Championship games. yeah
1: so. Then, know. you know, the butt fumble that uh, never recovered from him. Uh,
0: you know what's funny about that whole time period? The Jets actually thought they were going to come and do some stuff that year.
1: But, dude, that was a good team. That was a good team. I mean, Bart Scott. LT, like, that defense yeah. was they, good. LT was on that team. Yeah, LT L- was on that team. Rex Ryan. Yeah. Or Rivas.
0: Yeah. That's where Danny Woodhead came out of the the Hard Knocks episode. You remember that? Danny Woodhead was on that as well.
1: Yeah. Man. Dude, speaking of Hard Knocks, you heard? Yeah. Like, everybody in the league is, like, trying to avoid HBO like the Fucking plague. Well,
0: why would you want to be on that? Hell yeah. Did you see what happened to the Browns last year? If the Browns were good. They are they that whole that whole scene with Baker Mayfield sitting down and being told totally his backup cost him like nine wins that year. Mm. In my personal opinion. Meh. Nah. Nah. Why why would you want to put yourself out there like that?
1: Why? Don't know man. Don't do it. Did you hear what Brian Hurry said? Brian, no, I, didn't, so Brian, I, didn't, I, I lost HBO. I didn't get HBO this year. Let me, give, let me year.
0: give you a quick story, right? So Brian Hoyer, after the Super Bowl, this came out last week, said he went back and watched the All or Nothing Amazon Prime series on the Rams. He watched the Peyton Manning detail video. And he watched every single piece of media that the Rams did to try to pick up language between Sean McVay and Goff. Mm-hmm. And he took all that information between four different outlets. And he actually was the obviously scout team quarterback for the Patriots. Yep. And he was playing Jared Goff. And he did it so well that the defensive players walking into that game were like, "That's like his decoy." Brian did Brian Orde, did in practice. So compiling all the information from these different media outlets and using it against you, it's kind of interesting yeah. because we were, we the Patriots were. Punished for stand signals, but now it's out there where we can just go get go. this information. we were
1: filming a walkthrough. Right, you know, Here, Here we go. Here uh, we go. Is this where uh, we go well, off the uh, rails again? Right, do I have that. to snap, snap into a but, fucking kick the Patriot fan back you in line? You <laughs> I'm, I'm handicapped right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <I'm> <laughs> I'll just go Kareem Hunt <laughs> on you. It's fine.
0: <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, why would you just put yourself out there where Brian Hor was able to get all this information online? Put a package together where the defense played against uh, practiced against them in the uh, weeks of the Super Bowl, and they were effective with that with that look that they gave them.
1: Hmm, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. Usually they pick shitty ass teams too. Yeah, like the, I I watched that one with the Rams all the way through. Man, that team was bad. Oof. Like I mean, no, the, no, no, Jeff Fisher's bad. Jeff, see that's the thing. Je, that's like I hate to rail on him, but it, it, it is what it is. He was atrocious. Like fucking talent killer right there. But no, uh like the the Lions have been saying, "Oh, you got to you got to do hard knocks with the the Raiders." Everyone is trying to pass the buck to Oakland, and yeah. I think that would make great TV because it's the Raiders. It's the Raiders. Like
0: yeah.
1: If ever a team was perfect for hard knocks, it's Oakland. It's the it's the silver and black, the Raiders. The Just Raider. win baby. And now you add in the fact that they're about to be like the designated homeless. They don't know if they're playing in the Oakland Coliseum this or year.
0: Birmingham,
1: Alabama. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's go through the let's go through the report. I mean, it's what is it? The freaking week of February 18th. Uh, yeah, so there were reports that they were gonna play in San Francisco. The mayor of San Francisco told them to go pound sand and then the 49ers said, nope, we have we have territorial claims to the 49ers. so uh, to San Francisco rather. So you're not playing in fucking San Francisco this year. Now they don't know if they're gonna go back to Oakland. Uh, th- there were rumors earlier in the year that they were gonna play their home games in London, which would have been a friggin nightmare for the league. I wish
0: that, happened.
1: that would be like be that amazing. would be interesting. That'd be amazing. But now, there's a joint effort between, um, what is it? Is it, is it like Phoenix some, some or Scottsdale, crap, yeah. Arizona? You know maybe, some, some city some in Arizona, crap in, crap in, city. in Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. Uh, those two cities that do like two a, crap a, a joint.
0: <laughs> you used to be the Oakland Raiders, and now you don't have a fucking home. Right, that, but you're <laughs> J- trying to split time between Birmingham, Alabama,
1: and Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> now, for those of you listening from either city, Jay is not speaking for everyone on the Pro oh, Football Radio What's podcast. What's down there? Hey. Who's trying to piece down there? Hey, come on, man. It's Birmingham. The, the fucking civil rights movement was down there, man. Uh, I, Rosa Parks uh, didn't awesome. want to get off the back is. of the bus. I'm
0: talking about football. Show terms.
1: respect. They got good yeah, food down yeah, there. Yeah, fine. I mean,
0: respect, Jesus, I'm showing about football. Jesus.
1: Terms, Jesus. They got good food. Fucking Alabama's right up the road Tuscaloosa. Hang on, hang on. So it's just how the how like, how far the mighty have fallen. Like yeah. oh, that, that's the point I'm trying
0: to make. That's the point I'm trying to make. And, and trying to make fun of those two cities. the point I'm trying to make is you you used to be the Oakland Raiders, the black hole. Nobody wanted to go in there and fuck with you, and now you can barely find a home. Like, yeah. come on, that's how bad it's gone for these guys.
1: And Oakland, the city of Oakland, suing them. It's yeah. not the Oakland Coliseum Authority that they they've been saying. Listen, let's. It would be the best in the best interest of the team and of the fans if you actually have like a proper sign-off. Like it's like you know, you you have a girlfriend. And like they they break up with you, but then like next thing you know they're calling like you know let's just like give it a few more tries like that's that's what like the Oakland Raiders season might be. Well yeah
0: that's that's a, that's a if break, they can go back exactly, to Oakland right? yeah like the old Seinfeld analogy you when, once you break up it's just not immediate there's it's like uh, pushing over a vending machine you got to rock it back right. every time that's basically what's happening yeah. here right right so I. When are they going to Las Vegas? Twenty twenty is that the what next
1: is? year? Is the beginning of next year is the plan? Oh my god, dude! But so yeah, they should be on hard. They jobs. can't even. They can't even find a freaking arena in Ve- like in the Vegas area. Like UNLV is out there. You telling me you can't play a game over there? Yeah, like what, in Ve- Like what is stopping you from even playing in fucking Reno? Like come on, If you're moving to Vegas next year. And Oakland is suing you for breach of a lease. And you are caught in your feelings that you don't even want to finish up one more year. What is stopping you from finding an arena out in Vegas or or the Nevada area that you can friggin play in? Come, I mean come on the, I love the Raiders. I love the Davis family, but They're like but death taxes <laughs> and trying. Davis suing the NFL regardless They're... of which Davis it is, That's whether like it's a... suing the NFL or you're suing Oakland. Good God, man! Oh my God, they gotta get this shit together. And they went And like, they got John Gruden for ten years. That's so stupid. Like John Gruden for ten years, ownership stake in the team, and you got this uh, TV personality, Mike Mayock, with these bogus ass draft uh, mock draft boards right up there with Mel Kiper as a general manager. And you have how many picks is coming up in the first round? Like five. Again. you get they got a decent amount. They're sitting on a trevor trove of draft picks between Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. And besides the fact that they sucked ass this year,
0: let me ask you this Do you think uh, Gordon uh, tries to go after quarterback this year in the draft because he was hyping up the whole Kyle Murray shortness slash height doesn't matter to me anymore kind of thing? So. Uh,
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think that because, I mean... You even he's going
0: to go with Carr for one more year? I think he's
1: going to roll with Carr for one more year just because the draft class this year does not look that good. I oh, think next year, year you're yeah. going to have... Uh, his name's escaping me. The kid from uh, Oregon, yeah, I think... Herbert were, or... Right, or, Herbert. And I think, that, was it, Washington or Washington State? They're, they have one one other prospect up yeah. there, too. I th- I think they're probably just going to hold their cards and see how this year plays out and see what the draft so, class is next year.
0: crap year for the Raiders.
1: Dude, I mean, they... Man, they had like that one fluke year with Jack Del Rio, yeah. and they were right there, and Derek Carr breaks his leg. I, I mean, good, good Christ.
0: Was that when he cried on the field, and his teammates were getting fat for crying He field. cried on the field, and then, and then... And <laughs> then next thing
1: you know, it's like, I wasn't crying, I was saying, get me up, and I mean, good God, you look, looked like me when I was five, leaving the fucking doctor's office for Christ's sake. Was
0: the last time you cried? I mean,
1: yeah. What when, day is it? Was the last time you cried? I don't know. I mean, it was many a bar night ago.
0: Well, let's, let's, let let's,
1: this is, this is a fun topic. When's the last time you cried soberly? Soberly? Oh, good like God. I actually meant it. Good cry. Good cry? Oh, probably within the last six months. Really? Probably. No way. Dude, you ever been, like, so frustrated, man? You're just, like, you are beyond, like, you're so pissed that, like, you might go to jail. But then, like, there's that next level where, like, I'm so pissed that, like, I want to Fucking, like, shake you till the cops come. What? But no, I'm What's just going to fucking cry my eyes out. What,
0: what was the issue here?
1: I don't know, man. This was at least six months ago. Oh, my God. At least. Yeah, about at least. Like six, when, six, eight months. I remember
0: the last time I cried. When was
1: it? 2008. 2008? <laughs> That's the year the Patriots
0: lost the undefeated year to, the, to the Giants. That's the last time I cried. Wow. And it wasn't even a good cry. It was just a cry driving home and no – just driving home somberly and a little tear rolled down. I was like, I can't believe
1: Yeah, OK. There. OK. A little tear rolled down like you're the 1970s. <laughs> like I got to fucking be a you know, conservationist with like the guy throwing the trash at the, the feet of the Native American on the side of the highway. Please, please. The, those of you listening, don't step into the bullshit that you just heard over there. Oh, the last time I cried was 11 years ago. Yeah, okay, okay. 11 years ago this sure. month, yeah. I cried. Yeah. And, uh, and that was the last time. I'm going to be starting for the Alliance of American Football. You don't believe me? Um, I'm detecting bullshit. Why do we have to
0: lie about
1: that? I don't know. What else? T- you we- know, we got, we got podcast tough guy over here. I am podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just regular tough guy. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm i
1: not lying to you. I, I legitimately am lying I would tell with, you. With one tear. But one little tear. Yeah, like the guy well, in the well, '70s. I'm trying, what I'm
0: trying to say is, like, I wasn't bawling my eyes out. I'm not I was, saying I was bawling my eyes know, out either. I just drive because I remember clearly. I was I was with my buddy um, back in Ohio. I remember I drove from Columbus, Ohio, to Dayton, Ohio, to his house. His little Super Bowl party that night. Um, a few people were there, so we watched the, uh, the Patriots Giants game. And I remember immediately after the game happened, I just stood up and I walked out without saying goodbye. I just sat in my
1: car. And I drove Did you wait did you shake the steering wheel? No. shaking the steering? I
0: had like no motions. Like I don't know what's going through. Except for that
1: one tear. Just listen to me, alright? That one tear. Just listen to me.
0: And I was just sitting there, I had no emotion. I was like, what just happened? And I'm like, just driving in silence with the the radio turned off.
1: Everybody hurts. And then, like halfway
0: between Dayton and Columbus, it hits me that the Patriots are not going to be undefeated.
1: Sometimes.
0: And first, it started with one tear, and then obviously a couple more tears came. Oh, 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 now it's now it's more than a couple. What before, I was trying to tell before you it was right. What I was trying to tell you was I wasn't balling my eyes
1: out. Before it was one. For, first, you were sound like freaking Geronimo in that commercial In like the 1970s with, like, the, the bag of trash thrown at him and, like, one slowly rolling tear down his right side of his face. Now it's like, oh, like, at least, just come at least, out and say, least, just, just least, come, least, come out and say that you were bawling to the point where FEMA had to put some pumps in the car to drain the tears out.
0: All right, listen, I cried 11 years ago. You
1: cried six months ago. Right. I, was, so, I can admit, so, so, I can admit. So, chill it's out. Fine. It's chill fine. Chill out, cry. You're, just, you're just putting a right. front. You're just putting a front. <laughs> I'm detecting hashtag frontage that's going to be trending on Twitter. <laughs> hashtag, oh, here we go. Here we hashtag go. Hashtag, don't stop the bullshit. Are we hashtag, hashtag. Are we done with that? I don't know, are we? Are we? I just can't believe we six months ago. What are we? Hey, man. I can admit it. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> well, I'm
0: here for
1: you if you need anything. Right? Oh, now, now, now you're being a wise ass. I'm okay, Brandon, I'm here for you. Okay, I you appreciate it. Didn't cry right now. I'm here for you. <laughs> you have no idea. It's like the what is it? The fucking the longest yard. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna call you every day and be like, "Okay, bro." Well, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. You'll do it once, and then you'll be like, "Nah, fuck it." Like, "Fuck <laughs> you." Like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <If> he die- <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, we're, man, where where do we go? How do we go from the open rate? Oh, Derek Carr crying. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh yes. yeah. You know what's funny? So he tore his ACL, right?
1: No, he broke his leg. He oh, broke his fibula. Okay.
0: Mm, that's probably yeah, that's pretty hurtful.
1: Well, not last year. Yeah. No, th- this season he just was a fucking ragdoll in the a, England game. Yeah, he was a bomb. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That was that was that was a hard game to walk I almost cried for him. <laughs> that was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> You know, if I had him on my fantasy team, I'd definitely be bawling oh, my fucking God. eyes out. Oh i have
0: a fantasy team, Jesus Christ! Do you know how much you were in this fantasy season? Dude, I made a fucking run. I was, I was right there. I was right there. I hate fantasy so much. I oh, you
1: hate fantasy? You're think, gonna do it again? I don't think we will do fantasy next year. I mean, that's what you said last year too. No,
0: me. dude. Like this last, this last off, this last fantasy season, I was so frustrated, dude. I literally – I just couldn't watch games anymore. I couldn't watch football to enjoy it. I had like – I couldn't watch the Patriots win. Uh, and Them winning wasn't good enough for me where I had to have this player do this. Or I had to have this player do that. I,
1: I'm done with fantasy, man. There we go. I'm not doing fantasy year. No there shit. we go. You, you, you say that now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Damn, you're right. I guess I'll be back again. We'll see. Anywho, back to uh, <laughs> kind of earlier in the discussion with uh, – <laughs> uh, real quick – Fel, uh, Falco. I was watching the replacements, so okay. Shane Falco is on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, can't, can't. still, still a more legit quarterback than Joe Fal- uh, Flacco. Flacco. Falco. What's Falco. Flacco.
0: Flacco. Yeah. What are you trying
1: to say? I was going to say that <laughs> I'm not buying this trade. Really doing anything? I don't think they're coming out of the AFC West as a wild card team. I think they, you know, they they got uh, Joe on the cheap. Mm-hmm. just as a bridge guy. I don't I don't think it and it sucks because that defense is still good regardless of Khalid being out and yeah. Brandon Marshall being cut earlier this week. It's just kind of just squandering the the talent.
0: Yeah, and I think and I think it's a calculated decision, right? So the decision is made from Broncos executive management team that the Chiefs are still going to be good this year, and then the Charges are going to be really good this year as well. Right. Let's take another year to get ourselves right and make that push two years from now.
1: I mean, really, all he got is a run game. Mm-hmm. And Philip Lindsay got banged up. Yeah. My boy, my ride or die, Mighty Mouse, Philip Lindsay, Broke dude, my heart. Dude, I don't even know who he was. Uh, these, eh. these
0: running backs come and go so much, I don't even care to know their names anymore.
1: So, to the other big news of you know Kareem Hunt signing, it, I'm in the camp that Duke Johnson's probably going to get traded. He probably will. Once... Once, once, his face gets off the suspended list, mm-hmm. which you know, if anyone is smart, will get that man because mm-hmm. Duke Johnson's a, a savage out of the backfield and he can he can run in between the tackles. He's a he's I a great talent. I
0: agree, he's a great talent. And I know this will not happen, but if the general management, if the head coaching, I'm sorry, if the coaching team of the Browns are smart, they would keep Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson together and just pound the ball day in and day out. Right. Just do what the Patriots did this year and just run the fucking but ball the, down somebody's throat. But the problem is... And every is single time you run with those three backs, you have fresh, athletic, No shit. Talented players. They ladies. can all
1: catch... Even Nick exactly. Chubb. Exactly. So imagine those knock. three.
0: Imagine those three running just, and then maybe yeah. just have Baker throw 15, 17 times a game. Hmm. 15 to 17 times and just run it down somebody's throw. I think that's a great game yeah. plan for a but, second year quarterback. But here's
1: the thing. The the Browns are so dysfunctional. Oh yeah, dysfunctional. I have zero faith yeah. that they will fucking do that. Like imagine
0: those three in the back for the Patriots. Oh my god.
1: No shit. It'd be insane. It'd be crazy. <laughs> but there's so much talent. So, yeah. uh, in short, do you see this trade? Do you think they're gonna win the division? Like do Absolutely you see, no. do you see anything? Oh, so no. what what are we going with? Are you going with the Steelers? We're gonna
0: go with a. We're gonna go with the Bengals winning that division. Mm. I think uh, the oh, Bengals. Yep
1: the the uh,
0: hot young quarterback coming out of uh, L A. is Zach t- Taylor. Tyler? is that quarterback man? coach? Zach Taylor. Yep. Um, I think Asia Green, Dalton. They're gonna make one final push. I, I've always said Marvin Lewis wasn't. Um, I, I grew up in Ohio, so I know quite a bit about um, Cleveland and Cincinnati sports. And the not always was Marvin Lewis isn't innovative enough. And I think this year with the Ravens being down with a crap ass quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Baker Miffle isn't ready to take the team to a division win just yet. And obviously the Steelers are just drama all day, every day. I think with all those recipes, I think... the Andy Dolan and AJ Green and that and that Bengals team will make one good run this year. I think right. this is their year to capitalize. They're gonna install a more because um, Andy Dolan can still run. Andy Dolan at TCU ran the ball a little bit. I can see some option stuff mm-hmm. coming out of Andy Reed and AJ Green and, and that that uh, in that backfield. So I think my early early pick this year out of the FC North is gonna be the Bengals. Okay, interesting. Okay, I'm kind
1: of I'm kind of drinking the like Cleveland Kool Aid. You yeah, kind of just. Dude, Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh! Oh my God! You want to talk about like a garbage can fire? Jesus! Like it's it's you know, AB taking shots. Granted, Roethlisberger's got it coming to him. He didn't say anything dude, wrong,
0: dude. Roethlisberger has it coming. He oh, didn't my say
1: God. anything wrong in that tweet that he said yesterday mm-hmm. about you know it's not it's not about like a, essentially he said it's a character thing or you know he, it's about being treated with you know mutual respect and. Obviously, there wasn't any mutual respect left any there anymore. And if I'm getting my ass called out on national radio and national television almost every week, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna reach a breaking point too. But some of the actions that Antonio Brown's doing, like showing up to media day of the Super Bowl in a mink coat, all blitzed out of his fucking mind. Th- if you find a video of it, there's no way you could tell me he wasn't on some fucking loose juice or some shit, acting all weird. He's just driving the stock down and I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna move on from him because I think they're asking prices too high. They want at least a a first oh, and a you think second he's back rounder. There next year? I think so. Oh my. That's, I think so. No, I think I think I move at this point. I mean unless they're gonna settle for just a second rounder, there's no way to? there's no right way they're now, gonna get a one and right, a two.
0: Right now A B is so cancerous, he's gonna be addition by subtraction. Yep. It doesn't matter what you get out of his out of his draft uh, stock, what do you get in return for him? You just got to get rid of him so that the, the locker room coming back at this balance where right. he can function properly.
1: Right. And it's not even just that too. Then you got Bell. There's rumors that... He's gone. He, he is gone. Yeah. But then you have like people trying to say, oh, the Steelers might hit him, with, hit him with the transition tag. All right. The key here, granted, the transition tag allows him to match any offer that he's going to receive a free agency. But the key to that is Bell has to sign the transition tag. you got a better chance of... Finding out who actually killed Jack Kennedy, then him signing the transition tag. Sure. So, you know, face facts, Pittsburgh. You're going to be without Bell, and you're not getting a, like a, comp, a you know first rights of matching an offer, or I don't know if you get a, a draft pick out of it or not. I think he's an unrestricted free agent, so you don't get. I don't think he's going to get anything if he signs with another team. Just except fact that you're going to be life without Le'Veon Bell for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah. So, so you don't think... That, so, Steelers are going to be out. You don't think... You see, you're buying the Browns. I'm buying Bron- and- the Browns. All right. Interesting. So I'll
1: Browns. go. Browns win the division. Well, we we can do our division picks later on down the road. But oh, I, I have totally, yeah. I have the Browns see, right and, now. And people winning. like don't hold
0: us to this stuff. This is this is February. We're gonna yeah. see what happens in free agency in the draft, and you never know. Do those it out of the park with a good draft pick, right? So a good draft, uh, and we might change our minds here. But I mean, the way I'm feeling right now, I just I think the Bengals. I think Andy Dalton and AJ Green have one. There's too much talent on that team between the quarterback and the wide receiver. We're mixing. That you, yeah, exactly. That you, you cannot win a, a division with that. And uh, hopefully, that new quarterback coach, that's new head coach out there. Uh, what's his name? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Hopefully, Zach Taylor can um, can get those guys to the next level.
1: Yeah. What else? You, what, what do you think? Jesus, how much? how much did we even cover here? Dude, we're fifty-one minutes. Fifty-one minutes. Oh my God. God, is this where I do the plugs? Yeah, let the plugs. Let's the plugs. Okay. okay so those of you guys that decided to listen through 50-plus minutes of us on the...
0: And those of you that did, we thank you so we much. We thank you so much. We love you.
1: True friends of the podcast. Wait, actually, I lied. I got one fan question. Here we go! <laughs> one fan question from our boy Bobby Bollier at the 603. He actually had a 2-4, Jay. One of them was...
0: First of all, first of all, who's Bobby?
1: Bobby Bollier, uh, he's a Twitter handle. If I'm botching it, Bobby, my apologies. I think it is Bobby Legend or Robert Legend. He's always blown up by Twitter feed.
0: Mr. Legend, you are my guy.
1: Yeah, f- true friend of the podcast. Him and his, him and his brother, Mike Bollier, friend of the podcast. But long story short, he gave us a two for question. Okay. Uh, question number one uh, is. There's been rumors that because the NFL 100 this year that the season will not kick off in Foxborough with the what? with the banner raising. Yep, they're they're kicking that idea around. They want to get a like rival. They want to get a rivalry rivalry week in. I'm trying to fucking so, screw the Patriots again. Hang on. Put your Patriot mark hat to the side and just answer the fans' question. If they're doing a rivalry week. Bobby, Bobby, like you're my boy and all, but come on. And he's a Pats fan, so we asked this question. He's a Pats fan. Hopefully you're
0: as pissed off as I'm He's kind
1: of playing devil's advocate. So, for that question, if they're doing a rivalry week, what matchup do you want to see for a week to kick the season off?
0: I want to see Patriots versus uh, Jets. For round one week? I don't care who it is. I want to see Patriots week one. It doesn't matter. Okay. We've earned the right as Super Bowl champions to go. start week one
1: I knew this on primetime.
0: Why would you even bring that off?
1: So. Roger
0: Goodell, there's a reason why people want you out of the fucking office and because of dumb shit like this. Adam Silver, <laughs> my boy, where you
1: at? Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, hey, th- come down. Come down. My God. Jesus, you're going to have a heart attack. You just got out of the hospital. So before you went on the tirade, if you're going to have a rivalry week, it, it's it's best it best be Packers Bears in Lambeau. Anything less than that is trash. Then what's the point? What's a, what's a what's i I'll, I'll wait. What's a bigger rivalry than that? Um, in Lambeau, I love I think, me some Soldier Field, but it's got to be in Lambeau.
0: I'm not even going to entertain this question because I think the winner of the Super Bowl earns the right to start. This season next year. They earned that right, bro.
1: Whatever. Fine. Don't entertain the question. Don't entertain the question. I'm entertaining it, Bobby. And I say, if it's not fucking Bears Bobby, and you're- friggin' Packers, then there's no point in having this NFL 100 possible rivalry week. The, the second place might be Oakland... Oakland Raiders and Denver Broncos but that's those teams are both trash as well so I don't want to see that I want to see Bears Packers Lambeau if they don't make that happen that deserves to be fired
0: Bobby hopefully your second question is better than the first
1: one so the second question is on Monday Night Football for week one they always do a double header yeah are you a fan of the double header yes or do you think that's too much
0: Nope, there's never too much football. It's never think, too much. I
1: think there should be doubleheaders every Monday night. Every Monday, dude. <laughs> listen, <Could you> <laughs> I love, I love me some football too. Yeah, but by the the end of the first game, and they typically go to a West Coast based team, which you know makes makes sense. I'm, dude, I'm fucking tired, man. This like, there's there is too much at times, and I know it was Jason Witten's first year, but good lord, have mercy. I I can't. Like I can't, and then you have like the Bravo Squad as well too, and for the for the the uh, the second game. Like Here's don't th- don't dilute the product just for the sake of having a killer week one rating session for Monday Night Football.
0: That's fine, and um, I would be all on board. Um, I think it's fine. I just think they got to focus on the quality of the games. Um, I know the Thursday Night Football schedule this year.
1: Oh, it was step- years better. Stepped
0: it up significantly. I always think that Sunday Night Football is the absolute best because they can flex games from the day to the night Mm. into what is a better matchup and they're the absolute best at primetime games. But this year, a close second, it was um, the Thursday Night Football game. Besides last year's Rams-Chiefs game, I can't remember a good Monday Night Football game. Yeah. I truly cannot remember a good Monday Night Football game besides that Rams-Chiefs game. Yeah. For the past five years. The last one I can remember was um, the stupid game with uh, Seattle and uh, Packers. Oh, Green stupid... Bay
1: with the, the, the replacement reference. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was the last big one I can remember.
1: Damn. Yeah, I mean, there was... And I don't know. Center like football, I can, I
0: can name so many big games. Man. Right. It's just unreal, you know what I'm saying? No, it's just and like... There's not football. This show we had a couple of really good ones as well. And then obviously the the best one was that uh, Saints and Dallas Cowboys game. That was a... That was a great week. I was yeah. just getting ready to watch Saints Cowboys yeah. Thursday night. That was a great. They kicked game. the week off
1: right. Yeah. No, it's just like let, I'm. I'm all for killer matchups, mm-hmm. but let's not dilute the product just for the sake of having all these things. So, in short, that's the end of our fan questions.
0: Now, and I, I want to talk about the uh, just like talking about that because the NFL football schedule. Uh, we can run through some of that last uh, last year, just because some of these games are so crap. And give us a quick second while I pull this up.
1: This uh, this ad here is brought to you by uh, New Era <laughs> Cap. When you want killer hats, whether or not it's college, NFL, MLB, New Era's got you covered. Whether or not it's fitted hats or adjustable caps, they have all the killer products, including all of the waterproofing hat needs you have. And Jay has got the facts.
0: <laughs> so, like week one, right? You had the uh, the the Jets versus Lions. What kind of game was that versus? And then the second game was. Uh, Rams versus um, Raiders whatever smoked out right um, week two Seahawks Bears I guess that was decent uh, I remember the Steelers uh, Buccaneers game that was crap the Chiefs Broncos game that was crap the Redskins Saints game that was crap what else
1: that one was only good just because Breeze broke the record that game yeah, that's the only not, saving grace. Yeah. Well, well, yeah
0: right and then what else was there? Uh, San Francisco versus Green Bay crap because Garoppolo was hurt yep. Giants versus Falcons two crap teams yep um,
1: Patriots' bills Patriots annihilated them You know what I'm saying? The defense was good That game though
0: um,
1: They definitely gave The New England run For the money Yeah right
0: uh, Tennessee, Dallas Remember that was A closer game than a show no, that, that, was that was an upset game That was a turning point Of the Cowboys season uh, But then again You got the Giants San Francisco Who cares The only one good game Was the Chiefs versus Saints I'm sorry Chiefs versus Rams Week uh, 11 And then week 12 you we had Titans versus Texans eh. Week 13 Redskins versus Eagles eh. Week 14, Vikings versus Seahawks. Mm, that was a decent matchup, but then again, whatever. Week 15, um, Saints versus Panthers, when the Panthers were already out of it, it doesn't matter. And then week 16 was Denver versus Oakland. I mean, some crap games right there.
1: Yep. So That's why I don't, I don't want anything to do with the double... Like, don't delete the product, is what I'm saying. No. So... Hey, if you got any questions that you'd like us to answer on the Pro Football Radio Podcast, feel free to hit us up on the Twitter at PFR Podcast, either uh, with the post or the DMs. You can follow myself at Brando underscore Puma on the Twitter, and you can follow my co-host, Jay Motherfucking Chima, at Jay Chima. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Pro Football Radio Podcast and Instagram at Pro Football Radio Podcast. I think I got everything. Was that it? I think you're good, man. I think that was it with the plugs. So, yeah. That's it. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Vaya con Dios.